What's up, everybody? My name is Kyle, and I am here with Alan and Tomas, and we are going to be your host for the Nerd BS Podcast, and BS stands for whatever you want it to stand for. Not really, it actually stands for Backstory, because we want to give you the backstory on who we are and nerd stuff, pretty much in general. So we have three topics. We talk about general pop culture. That's usually movies, TV shows that have to do with nerd stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about the the Mandalorian in a little bit, video games, and the tabletop games such as D&D. And those are our three main topics on the show that we want to talk about because we love nerd stuff and we love to talk about it. So we want to give you the nerd BS. Um, so we're going to get into the show. But first, you guys, what have you been doing this week? Or should I say, how are you doing this week? Tomas, how are you doing, man? Uh, I'm pretty good. A little stressed out and frustrated. But, you know, that's, I'll, it will all come out in the soapbox. So we're good. Okay. <laughs> the soapbox, yeah. For, for our listeners, the soapbox is the end of the show where we just we get a few minutes to rant about whatever we want, good or bad. So I can't wait to hear. Alan, how are you doing? Ah, I'm doing all right. Uh, I mean, live, uh, recording in a laundry room right now. This has been real fun. <laughs> got, got evacuated because, as some of you have probably heard, uh, California is on fire. And so that's been real fun. It's nice and smoky outside. This is true. That, I'm alive and healthy, so that's a bonus. And they got a cool little PlayStation announcement stuff today, so that was fun to watch. And... Well, game's coming out this weekend that I'm really excited for, but we'll get back to that later. How you doing? You doing good this week? I, I'm well. Like you said, the, we are covered in smoke, and we're all recording remotely due to the pandemic. So we're in a double whammy right now, surrounded by fire and disease. <laughs> but we're making the best of it. We get to talk about stuff we love. And like you said... There's a lot. There's some PS5 news. There's some Xbox news this week. So let's jump into the news for this week. We like to do the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we start with the ugly because we want to get it out of the way. We want to end on a good note. So uh, who wants to take away the ugly news for this week? Well, uh, since I was blasting you guys all week on Discord about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, it's not terrible news because it's Nintendo and Nintendo likes to do this. They have this bad habit of uh, making some wonderful stuff and then just doing some really lackluster additions or, in this case, non-additions or subtractions. Uh, but anyways, we've got Super Mario 3D All-Stars uh, coming out this Friday. I actually have it pre-ordered, uh, so I guess I can't say too much because they got me. But uh, some news came out this week. <laughs> about uh some of the uh lack of features uh number one it is the three games um i guess we'll start with that three games they all look really pretty but for some reason don't know why mars 64 couldn't get uh num- not only the widescreen but can't even get 1080 it's on uh 720 so it's a it's a grade lower uh all three of them are on emulation which is mm. pretty wacky and seems mm-hmm. really weird so not ported I'm wondering. I'm kind of wondering if that's going to be an issue for. Uh, Can I interrupt you for a minute? I'll, I'll allow it. How how much how much is this? This is sixty dollars. Full price. Dollar sixty dollars. Sixty dollar premium. They got you. Good they got me. Well, yeah. Okay. The, I I pre-ordered it too. Really. Yeah, I, well, okay. It is in the ugly news. Which I'm surprised because I am a Nintendo fanboy. I have a whole display. It was actually interesting this week. My my son, who's almost a year old, likes to go and just push all the video games to the back of the shelf and make a mess and then open them all, um, <laughs> which is fine because I have all the games in a separate case. So it's like, whatever. We were hanging out in the area and I was like, oh, this almost looks like a shrine. This is who we worship. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, this doesn't look good. For my kid. Um, but anyways, the point is I'm a big fanboy of Mario games and Nintendo in general. But we put this in ugly because, like Alan said, it's there's nothing to it. And I, I have the... Um, I don't know if you guys remember the All-Stars... Super Mario All-Stars for Wii. For the Wii. Oh, for Wii. It came, oh, yeah. yeah. See, I played the 64 one. I don't... Wasn't there a 64 uh, one? Like only on Super- no, I'm thinking of Party. I'm thinking yeah, of Party. Like party. That's so, what I'm thinking uh, of. We don't know what's... 
what comes with the all-star game uh it doesn't look like anything but the the wii version which was like you said the super nintendo games came with a dvd like a little mini history of the of the nintendo games i think the games were redone to like up the updated graphics like they all look like super nintendo or mario 3 i can't recall but i was looking at it it was a cool box it's a really cool box to put on display too and well i don't know how much it was when it came out i can't remember but i got i found a used copy for like 20 25 bucks so yeah the 60 dollar price tag too like you said (laughs) tomorrow they got you it sounds rough, but I will say this is the first time we're getting Sunshine released, which is kind of cool, even though I never played the game. Yeah. Um, but that's not even the worst of it. We even got more. We got number one. It only has three games. We, we, they have not mentioned anything about Super Mario Galaxy 2, which is not mm-hmm. on the game. Uh, I have a little conspiracy about that, but I'll end with that. Last <laughs> but not least, which is the most worst part, and also I think the one of the more slimiest things that Nintendo has done in a while. It is a limited release. You cannot buy this past, what is it, March? March, yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's not only going to be gone from stores, pulled off shelves, it is also going to be stripped from the eShop. It won't be be available digital anymore, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that. That that sounds really slimy. Like, I, I, I don't... I'm not a huge nintendo like unlike kyle i, I don't have a shrine <laughs> to nintendo but uh, I mean, i'm guilty as well. i have a whole amiibo shrine, so. <laughs> oh man <laughs> but i i mean i enjoy nintendo games every now and then especially like games group games like party mario party and stuff like that but i mean it just sounds really I, I don't think I've ever heard of Nintendo doing something like limited. They do limited games. They, they've done limited games. The the game that Kyle just talked about, the uh, Mario All-Stars for Wii, that was actually also limited, um, but they didn't have it di- available digital. I can't remember what it came with, but it's I know true. it was kind of difficult to find for a while. Let's all be honest here. How good the Wii do? Wii did amazing. The Wii U was the problem. Yeah, the Wii is still, it's the Switch is closing in, but it's their best-selling console of all time. Oh, yeah. I it, felt like that thing was... Because you are a gamer. <laughs> you see, the average person who wasn't a gamer who just played games on occasion, uh, they bought a Wii. It was cheaper yeah, and it was than Nintendo. It was casual, yeah. That's true. That's a good everywhere point. Everywhere it went, they had Wii. All right, but I'm probably pulling us off topic. What I was saying was, though, like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like Nintendo's ever been slimy. So maybe I've just been naive to Nintendo's sliminess. But That's a great point. Yeah, they they don't. That's why I said I was surprised they're in the ugly. But, I mean, no one's perfect. And I think this they kind of dropped the ball on this. Even though Alan and I both reserved it, pre-ordered it. and um, But that's that's the kind of grip they have on mm-hmm. it so we can continue that discussion later on if it comes up however we want to move on to the bad news of this week um tomas why don't you tell us the bad news this week yeah so in our last podcast i talked a lot about the new batman movie coming up especially the villains i've heard in news it wasn't like recent recent but i think it was a little a week ago or so uh robert pattison uh came down with covid so that's pretty much in the bad because that's just sucky. Like to be in that situation for anyone is just terrible, and that sucks. Yeah, I agree. That I mean, that was the news last time for our last podcast, I believe, was that how The Rock had gotten COVID, and mm-hmm. um, and now Batman, Batman himself, is not immune to this disease. So. <laughs> to, to the mighty COVID. Um, from what I read, and like I said, this was updated about a week ago, the production has been shut down for now. Um, it is set to reopen back in March. Mm. Wow. The Batman movie has been canceled up until March now. Okay. Yeah. Wish the best and pray that he recovers. Yeah. Um, but the bad news is that, you know, Batman movie, yeah, more delays. So we can live with it. We we'll we'll get through this, but that is bad news. Some of us can live with it. All right. Some of us we're really we're really You're struggling. Excited. All right. This is part of the frustration <laughs> of the week. It's hard not so, to get Batman fix, okay? I agree. But why don't we end our our news portion with some good news? What's the good news this week, you guys? 
Oh, that's Sony. That's Sony. Uh, Sony. Show. Sony show. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, we had a Sony show today. The event uh, showed off quite a bit of games. Number one, which is what kind of Sony and PlayStation are known for. I mean, they never have the best or uh, what last generation. They were a little under at Microsoft. This generation even seemed to be a little bit. A little bit under this next one coming up in specs, but their games are still on point, and there's some really good games and some more information. And uh, but the most important part that most of us are waiting for, and I think Kyle discussed this last week, was the price. That is right. That is exactly right. That was my soapbox last week. That the prices have finally been revealed for the Xbox and the PlayStation Five, and I'm actually pretty happy. Um, it could have been a lot worse. What is it? What are, what are the prices? Well, I have the Xbox right here, and the Xbox standalone console itself is four ninety nine for the Xbox. That's for the Xbox Series X. That's their premier console. Yes, premier. You're right. And you can pre-order as of September twenty second. So next week. As of time of this recording, it's next week. Yeah, and the and the tenth, uh, we also got they got the Xbox Series S, which is uh, two ninety nine, which is actually really cool, three hundred, and that'll come up later. Three hundred, three hundred dollars. That's crazy. That's, That's a really crazy good deal for yeah. For even the next though gen console, the specs are lower, it doesn't have four K uh, for the newer consoles, which is kind of off putting, but still for the price, you're able to play those games, which is really cool. The the Series X though does have. The 4K yeah, series, series X. Yeah. In fact, it is slightly, slightly better than the PlayStation 5, hardware-wise. But nothing a normal person who plays the game will even notice. So this is all good news. And the PlayStation price, I believe, is $499 for the disk yep. drive one. And $399 for the digital. And it just yes. looks like the, the, disk drive, the disk drive version looks like it has a little tumor on it with the added disk drive while the xbox ones is complete they're completely different like not even close to yeah i I actually like the visuals on the xbox a little bit better Uh, yeah i agree uh the playstation 5 it definitely looks like it will fit into my entertainment center better than that beastie box that is the x the tower it is odd well the ps5 it's like slim fit in my entertainment system, which is nice. I will say this in my support of, and I believe the Xbox Series X has this as well, for the disc, the, the disc console, they have the ability, it says, to change your PS4 games into digital PS5 games. What does that mean? Wait. Wait, you're talking about Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation to store. Oh, it. so they're not going to require discs anymore? No, you can put your disc in and it will create um, supposedly a digital. For PS4 games only? For the PS4, but it updates them to the PS5 level. So like, oh, okay. I was wondering I get how that you. Works. So here, l- let, me, let me try and find it again, and we can talk more about it later on where we're planning on talking. We are just have moved into our topic sec- section, and rather than mix it up, let's just continue this talk about Xbox and PS5. All right. Um, because it just doesn't make sense to, to muddle it up, so... You're right. You're right. So let me just put this out there. So I'm reading it here. Um, It says the PS5 console gives game publishers the ability to let players upgrade their disc and digital PS4 games to the digital PS5 games. So it is up to the game publishers to make that ability possible for your game. Um, And this is from the PlayStation website. Oh. uh, PlayStation.com. PlayStation 5. Okay, cool. Uh, you just, yeah, you just roll, scroll down here to the first one, which is the PS5 console, not the digital edition. Okay, but that, that's still cool because I was actually wondering, I was watching the video on it and I actually took some screenshots and sent them over to put them on our Discord. And uh, mm-hmm. to try to prove a point, uh, realizing afterwards that it's still really vague <laughs> what, it, what it really means. Uh, so that's good to hear. So yeah. basically what you're saying is we get to copy the games and play them on the PS5. That's cool. That's as that's long cool. as the game publisher allows it. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's a cool feature. But yeah. to go off what you're saying, Alan, I definitely, that was, I think the point we were talking about was that 
I find Sony to be very, and maybe they've always been this way, you know, thinking back, they've had some weird marketing ploys and all that, but it's just, it's a vague situation for them. Whereas the Xbox, it's, it's a little bit more out in the open. And, you know, you mentioned that the, the digital one doesn't have 4k. I feel like they're more in touch with the average consumer because I don't have a 4k TV. I don't plan on getting a 4k TV anytime soon, unless one of my TV blows out and they're on sale. So for me to see, oh, $300 console, next gen? Yeah, thank you. Like, I don't, I'm not into the 4K thing. I feel like they're a little bit more in touch with their consumers. But at the same time, I think they're just trying to sell subscriptions to Game Pass. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, at least I could be completely wrong, but this is my theory, is Sony sells more than PS5. Sony is a company that sells televisions and they sell these 4K televisions. Absolutely. And so I think that's one reason that I don't know if Microsoft has made a TV. They may have. No, but they make a lot of X too. They're, and they monopolize the world software. I just, I kind of feel like that's maybe why Sony does this is because they push you to upgrade. They want you to, to, to want to upgrade. So it makes, it makes a bigger buyer market. It makes a bigger buyer's market that way. I suppose. I think I just feel a little alienated with just tell me what, it, what, just tell me what it does and the in depth stuff. Like, I'm glad you guys know what that is or whoever, you know, if you're into the specs, can it play the next gen games? You know, like, what are the games that are going to be on there? That's what I care about. So I need games. Demon Souls. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a timed exclusive. I did find that out, by the way. It's a timed exclusive. It's going to be PC. Um, but no, I don't know about Xbox. It didn't seem about Xbox. It say PC. What's a timed exclusive? Timed exclusive means it'll be on PlayStation first. Ah, Yes. Yeah, they get a lot of that Probably stuff. Six, seven months down the line, it'll go. It'll be available elsewhere. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, we talked about a little bit about that earlier. That also uh, is a timed exclusive, so that'll be available on PC as well eventually. That that to me was a big surprise. Like I did not see that one coming, and that's the other side of the coin for me is that Sony has the exclusives. Man, they are killing it with those exclusives. Yeah. They, they got a lot of the exclusives. And, you know, that was the thing, is like, when Xbox first came out, I actually owned Xbox, and I really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought this whole Sony fad was soon for the grave. I was <laughs> I was totally into Xbox. The original, original or 360? Oh, okay. yeah, the old school. The old school one where you could make the controller into like a war club, you know, and you could... <laughs> bring somebody yeah, with those Duke. things you remember the, i love yeah. the dude yeah. man. i actually have an updated one on the xbox yeah, one. I, remember. I love it yeah so and you know the the xbox 360 came out and i, I freaking loved that i loved how they streamlined the controller uh, yeah i know other people didn't really enjoy it but i loved how they streamlined the controller and everything like that i i loved it and then I remember I was over at my friend's house and we were both playing and he was playing his PS2 and I was playing my 360. No, PS it was a PS3 back then, right? Yeah, 360 and PS3. So he had just got the PS3 and I had just got the 360. That's what it was, yeah. And so we were both playing Dragon Age. Mm. And I remember I was playing, looking at my screen <laughs> and I looked over at his screen and I was like, that, that looks a little better. Kept playing for a little while, looked back over there. That looks a lot better. And that was pretty much what sold me. I I saw the difference on the PlayStation versus the Xbox, and I got a PlayStation, and I've loved it ever since because that was the one huge drawback to Xbox was I felt there were better exclusive games that were coming out on, on the PlayStation than were coming on the Xbox. I mean, Xbox had Halo. That was about it. Right. That I feel was great. Right. Uh, so Gears of War, I'm a big Gears of War fan. I really, I'm, I have all of them. And to go like to go on the Xbox rant, the other side of that, the the Game Pass, which I had, which coincidentally I paid up until the end of this month. So it actually. <laughs> If I go for you know go for the new Xbox, it works out perfectly, but um, or it you know a month or so overlapping. Yeah, the Gears of War, the Gears of War Five was released on the Game Pass. So if you have the subscription, 
you got the full game the day of release, which yeah. is a, another one of those points for Xbox for me because I'm in the I was I was in the same boat as you, Tommaso. Big Sony, like it's hard to take down, but Xbox is taking those steps. Like those are a couple things. Like the price is one. The 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 release day on Game Pass. Like oh, I just need a subscription. I don't have to pay for a sixty dollar game the day of release, which I hate doing. So yeah, I I, I never buy a game usually full retail. I will say this in 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 one of the reasons that I I've kind of stuck with Sony, and in looking at the Xbox, it's I think I feel like the Xbox is their controller this time looks kind of big. Again, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the size of the Xbox. I haven't actually seen the controller. I've seen the PlayStation one. If you one. go on the website, there's been yeah. pictures of it, but it's it's I'm very sure it's lightly different. I um, if you go on the website, yeah, and it, the 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 D pad, the D pad looks shifted back inwards. Like, wasn't the D pad further to the left before? Well, anyways, it doesn't really matter. The the, the thing is, is like I I will say this about the PlayStation compared to the Xbox is the PlayStation is, I feel like they're not a company who changes lightly. I feel like if they have something that works, they keep it. And it's kind of a testament in that controller. That controller for Sony has, I mean, it still looks like a dog bone and it still feels like one. But it works. For Sony? Yeah, but yeah, the, the new but... PS5 controller actually looks pretty drastically different. Like this is probably- the- That's funny. That's really funny because, yeah, I haven't even looked at the Xbox controller. I've been all about the PlayStation one, which to me, it is definitely different. Wow, it does kind of look like I'm looking at the Xbox controller. (laughs) That's a lot of people said. To me, it looks like it does look very similar to the other one. It looks like the, the, like the third-party version of the Xbox One controller. Yeah, it looks a bit more round, and at least the black one, it looks like the bottom is they're more fat. The the the. Are you looking at the Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, the Xbox, yeah. the 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 bottom part of them. Yeah. It looks wider yeah. and thicker. Yeah, I, I've, I've I try to stay as agnostic as I can, except for uh for uh Nintendo, who I've followed stupid amount. Except for GameCube for some reason, but anyways, I digress. The point is, is I, I I've actually switched back and forth as well every generation because I gotta say one other thing though. Look at that D pad on the Xbox. What the heck is that? Um, that is what type of D pad is that? Uh, that is actually a more uh, streamlined funk D pad. Don't try and sell me on how much better this okay. is because the PlayStation D pad looks like a D pad. It's it's how it's be functional and good. I let me say this: I hate the D pad on the Xbox One controller. I loved the Xbox 360 controller. That's probably my favorite controller. I think yes. the PlayStation D pad is fine. However, looking at the new Series X controller that looks like a fighting game d-pad to me like a fighting game friendly okay. like you can roll that you can really roll that sucker it's yeah it's for rolling your finger around yeah so we'll see i mean time will tell however um alan as much as you'd like to stay agnostic with this we're we're gonna choose a side today uh, you need to choose xbox and ps5 and you get about 30 seconds to tell us why if you want are we doing that right now? We're doing that right now. Okay, all right. Uh, if I was going to pick one of these two, uh, probably PlayStation overall, uh, particularly because of the games that are coming out, I really like Spider-Man. And so if I was going to pick one, even though I'm probably not going to get one for about another year, I would definitely mm. go with that one. Although Game Pass is super enticing for a cheap-ass gamer like myself, uh, but I don't have <laughs> it, and I haven't experienced it, and I... I think I would just stay on PlayStation as it is. I already have like a community of people to play with as well, which is definitely a good thing. And so far, PlayStation is, they've been pretty solid to me and the games are good and uh, it works. And so I haven't found a reason. Every time I've left a console, if there's been a reason for it, and this is the first generation in a while that Sony has actually kept my faith in their product uh, to even move forward to the next system. So, that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. PlayStation for Alan Tomas. What what is your choice? Xbox series or PS5? Well, I'm you guys are right that Game Pass is really tempting. 
It really is. Now that I've like read more about it and stuff, it it does. It does really tempt. But I'm going to have to stay with the PS5 because unless I can visually see that the Xbox is better, I just, I like my PS5. I've gotten comfortable with it and it's it has not disappointed me yet. So Fair enough. So that's two for PS5. Um, if it wasn't made clear before, I've been defending Xbox this whole time. I'm going for Xbox for a couple reasons. The first one, the Game Pass. Um, I, apparently, you guys don't have it. I've had it for about a year now, and I find it to be one of the best gaming things I've ever... Like, there's so many games, I don't have time to play them all, and they just keep coming out with new ones. Like, Red Dead was available. Red Dead Redemption 2 was available for a while. And like I said, Gears 5 came out at launch. Uh, the other reason, which is purely cosmetic and definitely only pertains to me, is that I have all my consoles, I have tons of consoles, they're all black, including my Dreamcast. I have a black Dreamcast. And the PS5 is a white console. I, I won't, <laughs> it won't, it would ruin everything. It just would look off and funky. And so... I need the I need the Series X console, but I'll probably get the three hundred dollar one, put it in my office, and then get the disc drive one later because I'd refuse to pay full price. Yeah, uh, and also there really isn't anything coming out for either of them that I would say is desperate right now. Like, yeah, good point. Coming out of launch that really matters, so you have time to pick one up later. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's a good point. Especially if the PlayStation is going to upgrade your games when, you know, give it time for the companies to actually make that upgrade possible for your games. Like, Good point. Uh, we're going to be moving on, though. Uh, Crystal Chronicles. Um, couple, we talked about it last week, Alan. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was re-released. Now, give us give us a scoop. All right, here, here's what I got. First of all, when I bought the game, I really was excited for it because I actually played it on a, a GameCube. Uh, it was really hard to get people together to play that game, especially with all the bits and pieces you needed. Every uh, Three people needed Game Boy Advances. We had to have three Game Boy Advance cables, not to mention the GameCube, the controller. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so to get a good four-player game, you got a lot of setup going on. Uh, but when it was there, it was magical. It was great. It was a great idea. But in practice, it was impractical. Now, it came out recently, and I was really excited. I bought it right away. This is the first time I bought a game. I don't usually buy $60 games right away. This one was 40 and I, I needed my nostalgia fix. So I picked it up uh, because I was also excited that they were offering this option to be able to buy the game and then let your friends download the little light version, and they can join you for the majority of the game before they made a decision to purchase it. So this was cool. I got it all together. And then the, I think it was the first night or the second. I don't remember which one. But I finally got somebody. It's actually Kyle. Uh, to uh, get the light version and try to play with me. And oh boy, wasn't that a fun night, Kyle? Of trying to oh my goodness. figure out the menus and everything else. And trying to figure out how to actually play together. How, how do we play together? Why do we? I mean, when do we play together? This sounds... This sounds exciting, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. I know. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. Um, going back to buying it, I bought it, and I was driving around that day to go do some errands. I, so I purchased it before I went out. And uh, I was listening to the IGN review, and they were giving it a 3 out of 10. So that Oof. was a, yeah, that was a eye-opener. I was like, oh, great. I just bought this game. Now I get to figure out what the problem is. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> menus are archaic. Uh, you can't move the camera. There's lots of problems. Oh. Loading screens are a little long. There, there's forced cutscenes that are, I would imagine are taking place of loading screens. Uh, now, when you actually play the game and you got it going, it's still fun. It's a fun game. And once you figure out the things, uh, the little nuance, you know, it, it starts becoming a fun game, but getting there is yeah. the problem. I totally agree with you. It is it, it kills like all the joy before you get into the game. Because it is a fun game when you're actually playing it and you're working together, even carrying the dang crystal around, yeah, which you have bad, to yeah. stay in. Yeah, that's fine. I I like that dynamic because it makes you, you know, you're not just hacking and slashing. You have to you have to strategize. But yeah, just the man. It took us. I'm not even exaggerating. Thirty minutes to figure out how to log in together. 
Yeah. You know, and it was it was a bit of a mess. It wasn't clear. And like you said, the mechanics overall, especially the menus, have not aged well no, at it, all. I don't think this is how the menus were. I don't remember them being like this. I mean, there was no online. But uh, I don't remember them being that clunky. Maybe they were. I mean, it's an old game. It's very possible. But come on. Put some put some quality of life stuff in there. I mean, <laughs> it can't be that right. difficult. Yeah, for, for $40. Uh, yeah. For for $40 uh, remake, it's not a... No, remaster, not a remake. Remaster, Remat- yeah. Well, whatever. It's just kind of... A, it it's basically matter. a port, upscale mm-hmm. port. It's you, you expect a little bit more. On the flip side of things, um, I haven't actually played this, but I've seen... I've been watching a ton on Twitch because no one's streaming Crystal Chronicles, but on Twitch, <laughs> people are why. streaming Tony Hawk, which is a, a complete remake. Oh. My goodness, yes, and it Complete looks. Complete remake. I hate Activision, but gosh, this game looks good. And I've been looking at the views and yeah. that music. They, they took the oh, old no. music. Supposedly they had new music from the artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Activision, why are you such an evil company? Yet sometimes just pump up these gems that are just like ah, you know, you want it. I recently came across, fortunately, some 40-odd-some dollars. I thought I'd maybe buy a game. And I looked on it, and because of your <laughs> constant, constant berating of Activision, I was like, I cannot support them. I will not buy this game. And now I'm just hearing constant good things about it. And if you break, I swear I to God that I will sale. buy it. I am determined to wait for a sale. But... Have either of you played the originals? Did oh. you guys play it back then? Okay. Yeah. yeah I did yes. Too. Oh, my word. I played it oh, all okay. day. You got every me day. to destroy it, you know, <laughs> mess up my knees trying to skateboard. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. My shins. No, my shins nice. still have scars. <laughs> I swear. I am a 35 year old man and I still have scars from my skateboard. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> um, one last thing before we move on to our next topic. Uh, well, just to wrap that up, Crystal Chronicles, bad. Tony Hawk, good. Um, I I wanted the opposite to happen. I didn't want Tony Hawk to be bad. I expected the opposite to happen. But what's well, funny about the Tony Hawk thing? I don't mean to interrupt you. Just want a little little story here. My brother actually bought the remake of Tony Hawk. Do you remember that? The Tony Hawk Six or whatever that came out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gosh, I assumed we might get something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was the expectation. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so I actually told my brother about this game and everything else, and he he's he's actually turned it down as well, strictly because of he bought the other game for the nostalgia fix. Uh, he put it on, and it just crushed him to the point <laughs> where he was like, "I'm not, I, mean, I can't buy this one. There's no, not again, not again." <laughs> I cannot put my heart yeah. out there a second time. I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. So. One last thing, Donkey Kong Country 2, amongst a couple other games, is coming to the Super Nintendo Classic, which I can't wait to play with you guys. But moving on, we're going to be going to our second topic, which is pop culture, general pop culture, but today it will be TV shows, um, specifically one on Amazon and one on The Mandalorian, Disney Plus. I couldn't remember what they were on. Good for Disney Plus for having that. I haven't actually watched... The Boys. Let's start with that one, uh, which is the Amazon one. But why don't you guys... T- I finished season one, yeah. I'm watching the ne- newest season. It's very which... good. All right. So let's go ahead and spoil all of season <laughs> one. And then you can spoil season two uh, for no. me. Uh, spoiler alert then? Are we giving the alert? No. no, no. <laughs> uh, no but it's no, basically no. a real life take on if superheroes were real and we're complete complete jerks. So yeah, and it's really it's a fun show. It's a dark show. It's it's a give me the premise because I really don't know what it's about at all. I I think Alan has explained it pretty well, but I think one of the great way like a great way for me to explain it is it's like watching Watchmen with good comical relief and not a big blue dong <laughs> sans wow. the dong you know we got so much hate watching them anyway <laughs> it, it's, Jealous. A, it's, Jealousy. it's a yeah a <laughs> uh, you know envy 
it, it is definitely uh it's definitely it has a similar premise so i'll give you that it's a uh, okay i haven't seen the watchman i haven't seen the watchman show so i can't speak against that i'm talking about the watchman movie but i i went in watching boys season 1 going like okay this is either going to be good or this is going to go like over the top and unnecessary and yeah. it does go over the top and unnecessary but in yeah, a perfect way, way. <laughs> like, oh, i yeah. i want to watch it i just <laughs> it just haven't found the time you know like you got to invest a little bit plus i think it's mature rating and i have a small child yes. around me pretty much all day except for now but we're recording now so yeah i will say that they do have some 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 sex scenes but luckily they they don't seem to show much nudity or anything like that the rating is proper. yeah i'll say that the rating i, I figured proper. i'll watch it one day that's that's how i do things usually like i watched stranger things last year for the first time and watched all three seasons so i'll just wait till it's dead just to give you a little bit of buzz to go want to watch it, uh, the season two, uh, there's a scene where uh, the Aqua person, and it's a semi-spoiler, not really, though, uh, is trying to find himself and get comfortable in his own body. And he's basically like Aquaman, and he has gills on his uh, stomach, and he hides them. Um, so he, he takes mushrooms to try to accept his physical form as it is, so he doesn't hide his gills anymore. So there's a beautiful duet with him. And his gills, uh, who is oh who are voiced gosh. by Pat Oswald, uh, <laughs> singing to each other about the gills have their oh, own voice. Yeah. The gills get their own voice. Oh, well, when he's on shrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is hilarious. <laughs> That's what I mean but, yeah, about the comedy, the comedic, the comedic aspect. Is that like? The comedic aspect is coming from a really dark place. Like when you see that episode, the the dude with the guilt. I mean, yeah, he's he is really freak, yeah. kind of like struggling. Like seriously, and you'll have mixed emotions for him. But then when you see this thing with the shrews, it's just hilarious. You can't stop laughing, and it doesn't matter if you hate him or love him. It's just hilarious. Like it, it, it's a it's a good show. I, I highly recommend it. If you can, I'm getting. Me. I'm getting some uh, some tick vibes from the show. Maybe a little bit more mature. You know, it's funny because they're both on Amazon. Yeah, they're both on Amazon. And uh, whenever I watch the show, I do I do uh, remember Tick. And it's sad. I would say put uh, right. darkness filter over it's, it. It's the Tick, but mature rating. Now, on the other end of a more serious show, which is also has a season two coming out, The Mandalorian, which I'm... I'm actively watching the trailer on mute right now with subtitles and my goodness, my goodness. Yeah. This, they, okay. There's a trailer out, so I'm not spoiling anything, but I just saw some X wings. So it's like, no, no. um, a thank you. I thank you, <laughs> John Favreau and the creators of the show for tickling my nostalgic, whatever button, because I need, I just, I don't, you know, we don't need any of this, but my goodness, my nerd side wants it. This is yeah. the nerd BS coming into full effect. October 30th. Oh, I can't wait that long. It looks it's amazing. Just, <laughs> it's not I, that I, far. Uh, and they made, uh, they, funny thing about the first season made about what got five Emmys um, for special visual effects, outstanding special visual effects, sound editing, cinematography, sound mixing. And uh, the last one I saw was uh, production design. So that's pretty crazy for just a little Star Wars show. Uh, yeah, pretty nuts. Fantastic. Well deserved, though. I well deserved. Oh, I I loved that show. I I remember I would be doing something, you know, and it'd be getting kind of close to midnight, and I'd be like, "Well, maybe I'll go to bed." Oh, wait, Mandalorian, the new one comes out tonight. I'll just, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. It's almost midnight. That's big for you. I'll just wait. You don't, you don't stay up late. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. loved it, man. So I, yeah, so, um, I well deserved on the Emmy wins. Congratulations to them. And um, I, I haven't been this stoked for for a show, and I haven't been this stoked for a Star Wars anything in a while. 
Um, but I'm just really excited for this next season to come out. And I like that they did once a week. Um, they didn't they didn't release it all at once, so you you have to wait. It makes the show better. And I will argue that till my death. That's what they're doing with the boys as well. Is uh, they released three episodes and they released the fourth one, uh, and now I'm waiting for the fifth one. Which and I was gonna bring that up uh, when we when you brought up the episodic thing is we were kind of spoiled in a way with these with these huge season dumps from Netflix and <laughs> yeah, and even Amazon like all of them they would just do these huge dumps and you got like what ten to twelve hours of content you now want to binge through. And this, I kind of like this because you really get that old feeling of, uh, you know, I got to wait. And when it comes out, you're like, oh, man, I got to watch this episode. And you're not worried about watching five episodes. You're just worried about watching one, the newest episode, the one everybody's going to talk about, which is really cool. I'm really liking this turn that we're getting now. Yeah, it, um, it it's so much better. Maybe they learned something, but we can talk about that another time. Um, this week has been such a heavy week. For video games, obviously, we talked about the Xbox and PS5 for quite a amount of time. We have shortened versions. Usually, other topics we talk about more, but it's just there's so much to talk about video games. The Mario thing, the Xbox and PS5 that can kind of consume this week. So, uh, we added most of the time to that. However, we do want to show some love to our tabletop games, and we'll just stick to D and D this week. And you guys are the ones that play it. You guys have a little bit of news on that, so why don't you guys take that away? So I'm actually I was going to talk about the Icewind Dale uh, new adventure, which is coming out. It's a level one to twelve adventure, uh, dealing with the Icewind Dale region of uh, of the Forgotten Realms. It's pretty exciting that we're getting this now. Uh, a little backstory on Icewind Dale for me. Uh, I just I didn't really play D and D when I was younger, but I did see the D and D games. And Icewind Dale was one of those games. And it, for some reason, it, it piqued my interest more than the Baldur's Gate ones and stuff like that. Uh, so this one coming out is really exciting. And so I've been looking into it, and I'm, I was reading into it. And it's, it's talking about it's like a horror adventure, which I'm, I'm actually running Curse of Strahd. Mm. And so uh, another horror one would be really fun to run or even play in. Hopefully I can play in one of these uh, someday. But it just it looks really cool. There's... They're talking about 79 new monsters uh, for the encounters, which is pretty crazy. What's, and the, have, you know any of the monsters? Uh, off the top of my head, no, it doesn't. At least I don't. I haven't. I don't see it on this uh, on the on the on the post they put. But uh, there's like some sort of owl creature on here, which and wolves and stuff, probably zombies. I'm assuming of some type, uh, frog related things. Uh, the whole stuff. I have heard rumor of a. Uh, a, uh, a tundra owlbear or a yeah, like snowy a polar bear owlbear. type thing, but with yeah. yeah, I have heard rumors of that. So one of our players actually posted in the chat the uh, gnome mind flare. So uh, I don't know if that was an enemy. I know they added a new the mind flare <laughs> half mind flare race um, that's supposed to come out with the new Boulder's Gate tie-in. Uh, there, there's supposed to be a tie-in to the Boulder's Gate three game. So we're supposed to get that, which sounds really interesting as well. That's pulling away a little bit. But yeah, but I love the maps they do. They got a bunch of new maps and everything like that. It's I'm really excited for this one, to be honest. It's just a horror theme in a tundra. Um, it sounds really good. And I like I said, the Icewind Dale region has always fascinated me more than Boulder Skate or anything else. And for me, and for me, it's really I think it's coming at a great time, you know, because it, it's starting to become fall. We're coming towards, you know the whole kind of Halloween and Christmas season, I feel oh, like man. it will be yeah. a good a good add-on coming for the coming I really months. hope I like, can get someone yeah. to run it. I I know I'll probably be running Curse of Strahd through Halloween this year, I almost guarantee it. And so that'll be fun. Uh, but I would love to actually play in this one. But we'll see, because I do also do love running horror-themed games as I started running a little Call of Cthulhu here and there, and now Curse of Strahd. So this is also right up my alley for that fact. So I don't know. I'll see what I do. But this looks really fun, really dark. The cover looks really dark and kind of eerie. Um, yeah, that cover it, looks fantastic. Yeah, and so I'm just excited to see where where, where it's going to go. Uh, but yeah, 
So I'm excited. I, I, I don't know about you, Damas, and hopefully we find yourself a module run. Yeah, I, I maybe this will be my first module. Who knows? That would be interesting because I do like, I do like the tundra aspect. I do like the the creatures and monsters. I've I've often thought of playing in a more like located. Like if I was to run a campaign i would want to play one less in a city and more in the wilderness and i feel like icewind dale yeah. gives you that like it's definitely an idea which is like i said it's really cool i can't wait to, i can't wait to just look through it and just see what they've come up with in this thing when it comes out when's the release do we know does it have a date or no see it on here uh yeah coming out soon it is coming out soon and i don't know exactly okay. when maybe we can circle back on that next time yeah, but it does look that that cover looks rad. Like, I don't want any part of that. Like, if that was real life, I don't, I don't want to fight an owl, wolf man, <laughs> man bear, pig. Um. So there's a list of monsters here, but there's no pictures or anything. Yeah, we need the Keep pictures. Going. So let's move <laughs> That's what on I need. Yep. to <laughs> let's move on to the last portion of the show. Uh, where we do a couple of different segments. But the first one is, what are some games you guys are playing and or what are you looking forward to? Um, so, Alan, what are, you, what are you playing this week? Oh, man, I didn't even think about this. Uh, well, I'll just say I just 100% at Odyssey, which I'm pretty excited hey, about. Yeah, congrats. I got really excited for uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and I went, you know what I didn't do? Wrap up Odyssey. So I went back and did it, and it was... It was challenging. There was a lot of really hard ones, but oh my goodness, when I got to the end, it felt it felt pretty sweet to finally finish it off. I, even the uh, minor trophy of that weird picture at the end, which was, yeah. Not yeah, I was super say, exciting, but <laughs> you got even the picture, that, yay! Yeah, it felt great, and I was like, all right, good. I finally finished this game. I even went back to start doing the the balloons, and then I found out that it's not really like a. It didn't seem like it's a really a checkoff thing. It's just like something you can do for fun. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's not really more. Yeah, that balloon game is kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it, it is what like, it is. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I looked at it. I was like, oh, whatever. I mean, I did what I need to do. I can move on now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but amazing game. Forgot how great and solid that game is. That is a fun game. Really fun. I uh, probably, I would actually probably put it up there as probably the best. And it maybe maybe that's what most people say, but it's probably the best 3d mario game they've made so far i mean yeah, yeah. i agree traditional enough with a, a cool enough gimmick that it it, ke- it keeps it interesting and it makes it really interesting when you have to be different monsters and stuff it's really fun love yeah. it can't recommend it enough best mario game so far in my opinion tomas yeah. what, are you, what are you playing this week um well i have switched from neo to a game called kingdoms of amalore the re-reckoning did you finish playing neo uh or beat yeah it? i mean i had already oh. i got all i got all but one oh trophy. so you didn't i mean come on no, I'm kidding. well i mean i got 100 percent neo too but not in the dlc so i was kind of like eh. but i have been playing kingdoms of amalur the re-reckoning i I really enjoyed it. I actually bought Kingdoms of Amalur when it first Remember. came out. Isn't back it written in the day. by like R.A. Salvatore or something? Yeah, it's written by R.A. Salvatore. I have that game on 360. And yeah, and I, I bought it and I swore I was going to play it. And I think I got to the first town and I was like, <laughs> I'm done. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm playing it this time. And I have gone past the first town. I think I've made it to like the yeah, fourth start. area. And yeah, I it's a little slow. The start the start of the story is a little slow. It's a little hard to really get into. And it, it's a bit like Skyrim, where it just overloads you with all these quests, and you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much. I, I am playing it again. I have gotten a bit farther. And I would say yesterday was the day that it finally got to a point where it started to poke my interest. Like, ooh, okay, this is this is interesting. I will continue playing. So yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and I think it's definitely worth its worth the price. Oh, was it so, full price? Yeah. 
Uh, no, it was it was forty thirty nine ninety nine. So again, what uh, tax. it's what Mario should have costed. Um, <laughs> so what I've been playing this week is Mario Kart Tour, not World Tour. I almost said World Tour, but the only reason I'm playing Mario Kart Tour is because there are some uh, collectible pins, like button pins that you can put on your on your vest, your sweater vest, I guess. Um, that Nintendo is releasing with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And one of the things you have to do is play Mario Kart for however, I don't know. They don't even say, they don't specify, just participate yeah, in the tour. Like, participate <laughs> in the tour. Yeah. Yeah, it's very vague. And I've completed all the cups. I've done it all. And I'm even doing all the daily challenges. I will hopefully complete all of it. And surprisingly, I love it because at this point in my life, a two-lap race on Mario Kart is about all I can squeeze in at a time when you have a one-year-old child running around your house. You don't get to sit down and play a full-length <laughs> RPG. Um, you get to play Mario Kart for two laps at a time, and then you're back at taking care of the kids. So it worked out great, and I actually love it. I love it's it, it's that dopamine that you get from the mobile games that just... It hits you because you get the points, and yeah, I actually surprisingly like it. I just will prob I will probably delete it once, uh, once the quest is over. Yeah. Weird question uh, on that. Have you found it difficult at all, or has it just been pretty standard? Because I haven't really found any much difficulty with it. Um, diff the only difficulty is getting full stars, getting full five stars. Yeah, I haven't done challenges. that. I haven't done that yet. That was that's the dopamine I'm talking about. You get first or second place your first try every time. That's like, uh, yeah. It's that it's that drug is like, yeah, first place, I'm great. <laughs> just so enough good. to keep you going. Yeah, I, I I I just caught up with it too. Yeah, same thing. So the only difficult part is trying to get five stars on every level and complete certain challenges. Mm -hmm. but other than that, it's yeah, it's. I haven't really done challenges yet, but yeah, maybe I'll have to check into that because I've been trying to log in every day because I was saving really hard to get some any character that I liked. I was <laughs> Bowser. I, I got, got Bowser right away. I got King Boo and I was I was petty happy. And then I got a, a one of the uh, Koopas, whatever you call them, uh, but the backwards hat. He's one of the speed racers from uh, Mario Odyssey. So that was kind of cool too. Nice. See, I'm I'm from the 64 days. Toad. Just a little toad, man. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> You don't yeah. get that toad out of here, okay? We got we got <laughs> no one plays toad. Metal Mario nowadays, frozen Luigi, all sorts of Bowser. That's 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 my jam on uh on, on eight delight. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch on the characters, but I, I like that game. I'm enjoying it. Um speaking of games that we're playing, we're gonna move on to the indie of the month. This is our independent game section. Tomas isn't the biggest in independent game follower. Um, so I'm going to skip you this round Tomas. but Alan, what have you, what have you played? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't spend a hundred million dollars making a game, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Not worth my time. <laughs> Anyways, as well. And I've been, I, I've, I've been just trying this game out. It's a uh, Nexomon extinction and it's actually semi uh, Pokemon clone. It's on a uh, PS4 switch uh xbox i'm pretty sure and uh and steam it's on steam first um it's essentially a pokemon clone plain and simple you start very simple the only major difference at the beginning i found is you get to pick instead of between the three starters there's actually seven starters which is basically one of each element so you can start with any element you want and then you start the game and the main difference i found as well is the difficulties ramped back up. So when you play Sword and Shield, the newest ones, uh, they're pretty easy. You kind of get your Pokemon and your your starter really just rip through everything. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, this one, you got to plan it out. And you can really only take down a couple uh, monsters with your main before they're depleted. Uh, so you really got to start building that team early on. And I don't know, you probably remember Red and Blue, uh, Tomas. Where you actually had to like, all right, I started the game. I need to make a team so I can actually get somewhere, or else yeah. I'm just gonna have to keep going back to the Pokemon Center. You had yeah. to plan yeah, so. that shit out. Like I'm gonna <laughs> catch him here, him here, him here, him here, and I think I got six by 
by surge yeah six by surge we're good let's go so, uh, yeah so basically <laughs> it's so far as that i haven't gotten too deep into it yet uh but i did make a team and i started moving forward um no online uh versus yet but they the, the developers said that if they can make enough uh money essentially there's much enough buzz for it uh they plan on implementing pvp like uh, pokemon has uh but the primary awesomeness about this is not only is is a pretty independent developer. Uh, it used to be an app. Uh, not sure how good that game is, but it's finally something that attempts to compete with Pokemon again, because Pokemon has been on this uh, uh, rampage for a while where they that nothing else has gotten close. So hopefully this can get somewhere. But that's about it. Good game. I check it out. Nexamon Extinction, about twenty bucks. Not too much of a uh of a price point but anyway yeah that that is a good price point i like 20 and under um the indie of the month for me this time is battle toads on the xbox and i love the old battle toads and i've been playing this one i've been actually streaming it a little bit uh which is a whole other story i can get into on my soapbox yeah i'll, I'll get into it in the soapbox but it's um it's a beat 'em up. It follows the Battle Toads, the uh, Rash, Pimple, and Zits from the old games. Funny names plus funny story, <laughs> and it's it's you know it's a good. It fills that beat 'em up itch, so to speak. It's I don't know I don't even know if it's an indie of the month, but it's what I've been playing. Like I don't know if it's a, I don't know why, but I'm getting hardcore like Earthworm Jim vibes. Yeah, it has that attitude. Yeah. It has that '90s <laughs> attitude, and um, and it's a fun story. There's a lot. There's a lot of cutscenes. It's like watching a cartoon show. Um, I, it'd be fun to play like if my kid was older and he was watching or playing with me because it is three players, um, which is super cool, but. Uh, the so why it's my indie of the month is because it was released on game pass with a subscription day of release like it's part of game pass so another going back to xbox just full circle here why it's great um that brings us though to the end of our show here where we go on our soapbox rants and we get to talk about whatever it is we want to talk about whether it's nerd bs or just straight bs this is our time to for the soapbox and this week, Tomas is up first. So, Tomas, what do you got for us? So, mine's a little depressing. So, I'm going to keep it short. Well, I'm going to try and keep it short. And I'm going to try and not get too frustrated or just completely enraged. I am at a point where I feel like some of these COVID issues have well, I mean, they, they've been out of control and they're just they're just getting more and more out of control. As of last month, the European Union decided to ban decided to ban uh, any more uh, travel from US tourism into Europe. And the thing is is the US, Travel tourism business in in the EU makes ten percent of their profit. It employs over eleven percent of their population, and so for them to take a hit like that in their economy, because we haven't taken measures to stop the spread of this virus, people people are complaining about how I, I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to quarantine. I don't have to, you know, what? the countries that did that, like, like, uh, Spain and France and, and I mean, even, even countries like Macedon, it, countries that did that have it now curved. Their bell curve is going down. It is not still continuing or rising as ours is. We have gotten to the point where we cannot travel anywhere. If we want to travel, we have to now uh, uh, fill out visas and applications. Do you know that what other countries needed to do that? Third world countries. They needed to fill out applications and visas to go and travel. Why is the U.S. now come down to this? Like, maybe it's because I grew up when America was was awesome and was the jewel, well, was still semi the jewel of the Western half. 
and it just feels like a real shame to have to lose all that just because some people refuse to to take the reality that's in front of them. And I'm I for one am tired of it and I'm putting away my soapbox now. I'm sorry for that, but I'm done and I won't do it again <laughs> next week. I promise. No, no need to apologize. That's what the soapbox is for. Agreed. Alan, yeah, Alan is your you are up. But anyways, uh, like I said earlier, I'm evacuated, so it's been an interesting time for me. Um, and a lot of emotions watching the fire go toward closer to where I live. Uh, it's no fun. But luckily, uh, we've had some influx of fun and, uh, you know, inspiring things. Not, you know, you got Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which really perked me up quite a bit waiting for that game, even though I had to contact Amazon and figure out how to switch the address. But one of the big things that came out right before that is, uh, for those who don't know, I know these two these two fools do, but uh, I really love ska music from back in the day. It's something that hooked me when I was really young and uh, has been with me ever since. It's always been my comfort food in, in rough times, uh, just having the background. I even stopped listening to a lot of podcasts because it just needs just need something to comfort too. Uh, and this great album came out, Ska Against Racism, out of nowhere. With some good, 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 uh, you know, money to some good not-for-profit companies, which is awesome. But particularly, I just wanted the music. <laughs> if I'm going to be selfish, they have a lot of really good bands on here. You got Tim Timebomb, Chinkies, Planet Smashers, Hepcat, Mu330, one of the newer bands I started listening to, Kill Lincoln, uh, Less Than Jake, Catbite, Bucko Nine, Lost Kung Fu Monkeys. Like I could keep going on. There's freaking 28 songs on here. Uh, one of the bigger ones is Five Iron Frenzy, one of my favorite bands. They put an album, a song on here, and it's an amazing song. It's definitely one of the more uh, politically driven songs that they've done, but it's still really good, and it's a really good listen to. Uh, I know people got mad because they put it, they donated the song to uh, to Bad Time Records uh, for this organi- for this organization, but it's a good song all these songs are amazing i can't stop listening to the album i highly recommend people go check it out if or if you don't listen to ska music it's a you know ska punk style a lot of it is ska punk a little bit is a, a ska reggae sound or letter ska but it's all just good it's a good time and it's a good message that's pretty much it nice yes you actually got me you you sent me that and i i bought the album because it's a donation, um, and maybe we can post the link on our Twitter for that. But oh yeah, I do that. Um, which we have a Twitter, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that us. plug for that. So, uh, but I still haven't listened to it, and I feel so bad. And I, I gotta, I gotta get on that, especially after you listed all the bands. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyways, my soapbox this week uh, went through. It went through a morphing during the this recording. It started with Mario Kart, and then. It was going to be about Xbox, and now totally different. I remembered what I wanted to talk about earlier this week, which is there's it kind of ties in with the new Avengers video game, and we didn't really talk about it because none of us have played it, but we haven't played it for a reason. Like this may be the first time a a big titled Avengers game has come out, and none of us have been excited or even wanted to purchase it. And I my theory is that. This uh, trend of gaming and movies and media in general of going into this dark realm of like everything needs to be gritty and dark and 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 have this this overtone of that uh, you know of evil around that it's just it's over and it, it's too much and people don't want it anymore and you could blame it on the pandemic that we're currently in that people don't want dark stuff anymore but I think it's just been overdone and I. I never really got into it with uh, starting with um, uh, like the X-Men kind of series and then some of the DC movies just went dark and gritty. I didn't, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. And I, the proof to me is that look at, especially video games, the Avengers games isn't doing so great. Not a lot of people playing it. It is what it is. But look at the numbers for Animal Crossing. And look at the numbers for this, the Mario game with the pre-orders alone are skyrocketing. Um, and that's, to me, is that there's this vibrant, colorful, imaginative world where superheroes, to rant on, I guess this is an Avengers rant, the superheroes used to be bright and colorful and they were contrasted to the world. Now they're kind of toned down and they match the dark world that they're in. And it's just, 
you don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be part of that. I want I want there to be hope. You know, the reason I actually like Superman is because of his costume. It it, it exuberates uh, hope, and that's probably the the worst example is those dang Superman movies where they they colored it down. They like scaled it down to where it was actually literally dark, and I hate it for that. And that's my that's my soapbox for this week is the lack of color in games. Um, I think is just is not is not good. It's not good for our souls, at least not right now. Yeah, I, I agree. You know? uh, hence, I just said I was playing Odyssey, and then and the Mario game. I, it's the same thing. It's like those are comfort. They're they're bright, colorful. They kind of pull you out of this madness and kind of let you just have some happiness for a little while. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but yeah, I agree. Well, thank you, and and I really appreciate both of you guys. That is the end of our show. Thank you for sticking through it all the way to the end, even through our soapbox. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Alan, Tomas, why don't you say bye to the listeners? All right. See well, you guys we'll there. be back next time shoveling more of that BS. <laughs> That's it for Nerd BS.